The following is a recording of the Dharma Family Service for the Southern Alameda County Buddhist Church on December 12th, 2021.
Please join me in reading Rogemon 2 on page 14 in English. Following that, Sensei will lead the reading in Japanese, which is on page 13. I rely on Amida Buddha with my whole heart for the attainment of Nirvana. I give up trust in my powerless self and abandon all practices that rely on the false ego. I know that because of Amida's boundless compassion, I am assured of rebirth the very moment I put my trust in Amida. I call the name Namo Amida Butsu in happiness and thanksgiving for the gift of the universal vow. I am grateful for Shinran Shonin and his followers for leading me to this profound teaching. I will try to live throughout my life according to the way of Nembutsu that they have taught. Namo Amidabutsu. もろもろの造業雑種自力の心を振り捨てて一心に阿弥陀如来我らが今度の一大事のご承恩助け僧らへと頼み申して僧郎頼む一年の時往生一乗恩助け事情と存じ この上の正明はご恩奉者と存じ喜び申し候こうこのんことわり正門申し訳候こと御解散承認ご出世のご恩次第僧上の前自式の朝からざるご関係のご恩とありがたく存じ候この上は定めを課せられる恩を着て一号を限り守り申すべく僧郎ナマンダオナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダオスナマンダ
I thank you for the Donna of your time and tireless efforts for the BWA and for SACBC. You're truly the backbone of our temple. We will now have a Dharma message from Sensei. Morning, everyone. Please join me in Gasho. The light shines everywhere ceaselessly. Thus, Amida is called Buddha of uninterrupted light. Because beings hear and apprehend this power of light, their mindfulness is enduring and they attain birth. Namo Amida Buddha. Namo Amida Buddha. Namo Amida Buddha. Namo Amida Buddha. Good morning, everyone. Uh, so uh, I hope the sound is coming through. Is that is that is this okay? Is this coming through okay? Great. Thank you very much. Uh, doing all these sound checks and all these uh, uh, technical issues that we're trying to kind of uh, uh, take care of. So uh, please bear with us uh, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the coming weeks. Um, so I hope you're all uh, doing well. And as, as the season is getting colder, uh, I'm going to kind of jump right into it. Uh, but uh, today we are obviously uh, uh, observing the more memorial for past members of the BWA and their contributions. And every year we see that, you know, very active members of the SACBC Sangha have been uh, slowly passing away. And unfortunately, due to the circumstances of the kind of general trend of, of, of people not wanting to be a part of religious uh, institutions here in the 21st century uh, modern era, uh, we're seeing a general drop in the overall numbers of people going to, you know, a temple or a church or maybe synagogue or mosque or, or any kind of religious centers. And so SACBC is no exception. And as we lose members, uh, we're not able to attract new members as easily as before. So as the BWA number dwindles, uh, the temple membership also dwindles and the BCA numbers as a whole also dwindle. And it almost feels like Kind of like a sinking ship, you know, uh, in, a, in, in many respects. So then, you know, kind of what is the problem then? You know, is it that our message is not getting through or uh, is it a matter of not having enough people at the temple um, or, or money at the temple? Is it that people don't want to be Buddhist uh, uh, and instead just want a Japanese community, Japanese American community center? If this is the answer, we would be doing such a great um, disservice to the people that came before us, our ancestors. Uh, it is kind of, in my opinion, the equivalent of slapping them, slapping them in the faces. Right? Uh, and the people who came before, you know, built this temple so that the Buddha Dharma can flourish and that future generations will always have a place where they can feel welcome. They may not know exactly what is it about this place that makes them feel comfortable, but it is the spiritual center of the people who come here. It is not a mere community center then. The foundation of this place is the teaching of Amida Buddha's great compassion. And we cannot forget that as a community and as the members of the Southern Alameda County Buddhist Church. This is a center for Buddhism where our ideals, and values reflect that of the Buddha Dharma as taught by our founder, Shinran Shonin. And this is what our ancestors fought for. And this is why they built this temple, right? So it is our job as representatives of this, of this generation of the 21st century America to carry on that torch and pass that on 
uh, and live within the light of Amida Buddha's great compassion. And this is why we're here. So then, you know, what, what is the benefit of being here, you might ask? You know, what's the benefit of being a Jodo Shinshu Buddhist? Right? Are we simply just upholding some kind of Japanese tradition that was passed on to us, right? Or are we just going through the motions of placing our hands together and saying, I'm, uh, you know, every week, right? Uh, when we really don't care about this religion. Uh, and we're more inclined to, you know, celebrate things like Christmas rather than, you know, any Buddhist holiday, right? Um, is Buddhism just about uh, chicken teriyaki in the festivals or and wearing yukata in the summertime? No, right? It's not just those things. And let me tell you why. Look at the BWA for guidance. If you want living, breathing proof of why the Nimbutsu teaching matters, don't look to any book that talks about Jola Shinshu or, any, or about the seven pure land masters and this and that. Those things are important, but that's not where to look, right? The proof is much closer than you think. Look no further than the contributions and the leadership of the BWA. You know, the BWA is kind of like the role of a mother uh, in the sense that uh, they don't nearly get enough credit and uh, recognition for the things that they do. Um, we don't have any kind of awards ceremony, you know, that gets televised for the world's best mother, or uh, we don't give them a certificate of appreciation, right, or give them a nice gold watch when the kids get all, you know, grown up and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of just expected on there. Society just expects that of mothers, right? Uh, so with no special thanks or special recognition, other than maybe perhaps Mother's Day, right? And the BWA is kind of like that, in my opinion, right? It should be getting far more recognition for what it does and its role within any given temple. You know, and, and we kind of joke about how not to PO a, a bunch of women, right? Let alone an organized unit of women. Right. Uh, but the real reason why they deserve respect uh, is because of what many of these women do, particularly towards the ends, towards the end of their lives, when many of them realize the importance of the temple and the Buddha Dharma. The BWA women that I have had the pleasure of working with and uh, becoming good friends with have all seen the importance of the teachings of the Buddha Dharma and the role that the temple plays. They know that it is a spiritual center and that they can feel welcome in coming here at any point in their lives. They have stood by the temple and have always taken care of the members of this community, no matter how big or how small. And I'm drawing from my experiences, not, not only here at SACBC, but also at you know, Tacoma Buddhist Temple, as well as, as when I was growing up in Los Angeles area at the LA Betsui, at uh, Venice Honganji, um, where else? Uh, Fresno Bitsing. My uncle was at Orange County, right? And uh, my parents are currently at Gardena. So I see this in, in all the sanghas, it's the same, right? The BWA, particularly its older members, hold the fort because they see the value in the teachings, right? And if we don't have that, the teachings, then we don't have a backbone. And that's what this organization, the BWA, understands. And as a minister of SACBC, I will, not, I will not budge on this message, right? This is a religious center sharing the message of Amida Buddha's great compassion at the end of the day. It's been a religious center since day one, and it will be a religious center until the day that it is forced to close its doors. But I would like to kind of direct your attention now 
to those who have passed away and their legacy of this temple. As members who have been warmly affected by their contributions and karmic connect connections, we take the time today to pay tribute to our friends and family members who are part of the BWA, right? So some weeks ago, uh, one member of this temple gave me a poem um, that um, she used at her mother's funeral. And this song, it's a song actually, and it's a, it's a really moving piece. Um, I'd like to kind of introduce this song to you, actually probably reintroduce this song to you because many of you probably already know this song. Um, and it's a Japanese song sung in Japanese. But as it turns out, I, I did a little research. The original version of this song was actually made by an American florist, right? Uh, her name is Mary Elizabeth Fry. Um, and she composed this poem for her uh, friend's mother who passed away, or for her friend whose mother passed away, and she was trying to console her friend. So then a Japanese composer picked this up and, and was inspired by this and created a new interpretation of the song, which is known as A Thousand Winds, okay? And now this song was made popular again um, because of the great unfortunate disaster that occurred on March 11th, uh, 2011, uh, called the Great Tohoku Earthquake. Um, 19,300 people died. 19,300 people either died or went missing that day. I still cannot wrap my head around that number and how astronomical that number is and how many people died that day, right? Such a tragic event for Japan. So I'd like to kind of show you this song in its entirety now. Um, and I've provided the English tr translation uh, and the song is a rendition by the singer uh, who, uh, named uh, Maki Mori. Okay, so I'd like to go ahead and play that if possible. Kyle, would that be okay if you could play that?
much so uh th this song you know i assume just uh because you know it was in japanese i just assumed that it was japanese uh, but um it has a very buddhistic theme to it um and it's uh, actually originally not from japan and i believe it has this very universal kind of aspect to it so what makes this song then particularly buddhist well it is the idea that when we die we go to the world of absolute truth the world of oneness, the world of purity. And everything in this world, this universe and beyond is interconnected. And as such, we are part of the world of purity, but we do not understand this. We do not have access to this truth on our own accord. But that doesn't mean we are separate from this world of truth. As a matter of fact, we are constantly being communicated to from this world of truth. We just don't realize that. We don't have the language skills, if you will, to converse and communicate with that world of truth. And that's where our past loved ones come in. They have joined the world of oneness and are now working to get us to awaken to this world as well. Where are they, you might ask? Well, they are in the lyrics of that song. They are right here in our hearts. When we place our hands together in gassho and say Namo Amida Butsu, they are with you. They are sitting there in, with you, next to you in your rooms or in the hondo here. And as the song explains, they are 
a thousand winds. They are the diamond that sparkles in the snow. They are the birds that sing the Buddha Dharma to us and awaken us in the morning. They are the stars that watch over us at night. They are there with you wherever you go and whatever you do. They are always there with you, telling you that you are okay just as you are and to awaken to the world of great compassion. They are now the bodhisattvas carrying out the orders of Amida Buddha to leave no person behind. I'd like to share with you a story that the current Bishop Marvin Harada uh, once wrote about, um, actually my uncle, uh, <laughs> Reverend Akio Miyagi, um, who was a Kaikyoshi minister. And at one point he, was, uh, he served at this temple. Um, but um, this was while he was at Seattle. Um, um, he had to do a funeral service for a family where this family um, of three was on their way uh, to a skiing trip, uh, but got into a major car accident due to the weather conditions. So the parents um, died from this tragic accident, but the son who was a young boy at the time survived. Such a tragic story. How is this vulnerable boy going to be able to survive through this treacherous and unforgiving world? So at the, at the funeral, the son pulls my uncle aside and asks him, where did my parents go? Where are my parents now? To which my uncle takes the boy out at the night and points to a star. Right? And he tells the boy, your parents are there. They are that bright star. When you miss your parents, just look up at the shining star and you will be with them. The boy was consoled by this, and since then, he sends my uncle greeting cards uh, during the holidays, telling him that he remembers what he had learned from my uncle. We have no idea just how much we are being cared for and guided by those who came before us, who took care of us, who love us, and still do at this time. We Buddhists call this infinite causes and conditions, or in Japanese, going. We have no idea. Right? All we see is today. Right? All we care about is what's our next meal going to be, right? Uh, when's my next paycheck coming, right? How am I going to make ends meet, right? That's all we have been conditioned to see and care about in this world. But the Buddha is trying to get us to see past that and to try and understand where we are in the whole context of things, where we are going as persons in the vast cosmos. When will you ever make time to think about that other than when you are here at the temple or participating in the Sunday services? Who prompts you to seriously ask these questions other than Amida Buddha, the Buddha Dharma, and the Sangha of Bodhisattvas, which include our loved ones, the BWA past members. So the BWA members who have passed on leave behind a legacy. And that legacy are the questions I just posed to you right now. Why are we here? What is the meaning of life? Where are my loved ones and where, where have they gone? Where will I go? What am I doing here? Right? These are questions that Amida Buddha asks us and the BWA, BWA 
help to create this temple to remind us to ask ourselves these important questions from time to time and to have a place where we can come to reconnect with the world of truth. And this is why we're here. This is why we listen to the teachings of the Buddha. It is here that we understand that we are being cared for by our loved ones, even after their physical deaths. They are not gone. They have not vanished. They're still with us, working on us, talking to us, and letting us know that they still love us. They are the stars in the night that watch over us as we gaze upon them. They are the thousand winds that allows us to breathe fresh air, right? And they are the warmth and the clarity provided to us in the world of truth. So it is through this Nimbut's teaching that we come to understand, firstly, that this world of truth exists, right? And we just don't understand or see that it's there, right? But secondly, that the Nimbuts teaches us that we can have the ability to converse with this world of truth and those who have gone to that world of truth. We can converse with them through our hearts. We can converse with them when we say the Nimbutsu. We can converse them with them by reflecting on our lives and our karmic connections with them. And by doing these things, we continue to keep the lines of communication open with this world of truth, the world we call the pure land. And this is the benefit of being a Jodo Shinshu Buddhist who value SACBC as a sacred and holy spiritual center of the Buddha Dharma. So let us remember the BWA's legacy that we are here for spiritual awareness and for spiritual uh, reasons. Okay? And that's what the SACBC uh, mission statement has been. That's what it will always be. And let us um, walk together on this path of the Nimbut's teaching provided to us by the BWA. And with that, I would like to close today. Thank you very much. Please join me in Gashō. The light shines everywhere ceaselessly. Thus, Amida is called Buddha of uninterrupted light because beings hear and apprehend this power of light. Their mindfulness is enduring and they attain birth. Namo Amida Buts. Namo Amida Buts. Namo Amida Buts. Okay, before we close, I'd like to read uh, reading two. If there are those too filled with knowledge, they will eventually empty themselves and discover the joy of letting go. From the book, Great Compassion, The Essence of Shin Buddhism. Namo Amidabutsu.